Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening today. There might be a little bit of background noise in this one. I'm sitting outside, and there appears to be a whole bunch of traffic in the background, which is a little unusual, but I'm hoping maybe the software here will cancel some of that out. Maybe you'll just hear all the birds singing. Okay, so we're going to talk today about the importance of building a really strong relationship with yourself and how that relationship with you impacts your journey to overcome binge eating, overeating, emotional eating, and really how that relationship is what's going to create results for you in life. And obviously not just with your weight and maybe some disordered eating patterns, but in regards to everything else in your life. And, you know, I want you to think about your relationship with yourself as sort of the foundation for all your other relationships. So just like a strong foundation supports a really stable and sturdy building, a strong relationship with yourself is the cornerstone of a fulfilling and satisfying life. And when you truly care and love yourself unconditionally, now stay with me here because I know for some of you that's a little uncomfortable, but stay with me. You create, when, when you can care for yourself and love yourself unconditionally, you create a solid base upon, you know, that foundation, which you can build meaningful connections with others as well. So how can you tell if you have a good relationship with yourself? Well, keep listening and we're going to go through that. Okay. So how can you tell if you have a good, a healthy, should use that word instead, a healthy relationship with yourself? So I want you to think about the following questions as I ask them. So do you accept yourself for who you are or do you often wish you were different? So acceptance is about embracing all parts of yourself, even the imperfect ones without judgment or criticism. Second one, do you trust yourself and have integrity with yourself? Trusting yourself means staying true to your commitments and being honest with yourself about your intentions and actions. And this is one that well, I've talked about a lot in this podcast, if you've listened to past episodes, but the importance of integrity with yourself in order to follow through on the things, the behaviors that you really want to be following through on. And so that's part of trusting yourself. You trust yourself that you will do the things that you say you're going to do. This is why I am such a stickler for when client, not all my clients make um, daily plans for their food, but I do have some clients who do. And when they do, the deal is that those plans must be doable and they must be doable because you have to be able to follow through on them to build that trust and integrity with yourself so that in the future, as you build that, it's like building a muscle in the future, you can get really good at when you say, you know, I'm going to do this. And for our purposes in this podcast, you know, I'm going to eat this or, you know, you have these guidelines or, you know, I have this goal of losing 10 pounds or whatever it is. 
uh, you will be able to follow through on those things so much easier when you have integrity and trust in yourself. Okay, third one, are you vulnerable with yourself? So vulnerability is about allowing yourself to feel and process your emotions without judgment. It's about when you have different feelings, not judging them or guilting yourself for feeling those feelings. Remember, feelings, I mean, we have some control over feelings because we have, we do have control over, some control over our thoughts. And so we can somewhat shift our feelings, influence them. But in general, feelings are sort of just like experiences that wash through us, right? So really just understanding we're gonna feel all the feelings, the good and the bad, the neutral, we're just for the rest of our lives, we're going to feel those things. And really the idea is, can you allow yourself to feel those things without judging them? And so it's acknowledging and being present with those thoughts and feelings rather than for our purposes here, using food as a way to escape from them. So are you vulnerable with yourself? Can you feel those feelings without using a substance to not feel them, to try to change them, to numb them. All right. Another one. Are you honest with yourself? So honesty involves telling yourself the truth about your thoughts, your behaviors, your emotions, even when it's uncomfortable or challenging. And so, you know, this might be sort of like in our space here, um, Often maybe, you know, you've been logging food or something like that and, you know, you have that little extra, 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 or maybe you have a binge that evening or whatever and, you, and you're not recording those things. You're just kind of pretending like it didn't happen, right? So that honesty, that owning, owning our behaviors, um, really being honest with ourselves about what we're thinking about our behaviors, our emotions, even when that's really hard for us to do. Are you kind to yourself when you eat too much or make mistakes? So self-compassion is vital in moments of struggle or failure. So instead of beating yourself up, can you offer kindness and understanding? And this goes into, and I mean, if you all have listened to some of these, you're going to get this. I say it time and time again, but this gets into staying out of that shame cycle, right? Having self-compassion is the antidote to the shame cycle. So being able to be compassionate with yourself, kind to yourself when there's a misstep, when there's a mistake is really what will help help keep you from self-sabotaging in the future. Do you forgive yourself when you make mistakes? So forgiveness is about acknowledging that everyone is human. Everyone makes errors. It's about releasing self-blame and learning from your experiences. Now, this doesn't mean you know, you don't take ownership or you don't apologize when that's needed or do a repair with someone if that's needed. But it is about forgiving yourself and releasing that self-blame and then learning from what would happen. So as you kind of think on these questions, I want you just to really be honest with yourself. And it's okay um, if there's areas where you can improve your relationship with yourself. For most of us, there's lots of areas we can improve. So remember building that strong and loving relationship with yourself takes time and effort. Just like building a strong and loving relationship with another person takes time and effort. Okay. So Let's look at why thoughts are so powerful in shaping that self-relationship, that relationship with yourself. So the thoughts you have about yourself 
influence how you feel and act. If you consistently have negative or critical thoughts about yourself, it's really not a surprise at all that you might struggle to show up for yourself in a positive way. So if you're really working on your eating behaviors, you have sort of this goal out there for, you know, maybe wanting just to be able to eat, as we call it, like a normal person, or, um, you know, you're trying to lose weight and the eating behaviors are holding you up there. If, if you're constantly criticizing yourself and, and thinking negatively about yourself, then you are going to really struggle to show up for yourself in a positive way. Think of if you were in a relationship with someone else and you constantly were saying to them negative or critical things. Do you think they're going to show up for you? We would never expect that. We would, you know, it would, it would be understood that, you know, if we're putting someone down over and over and over again, they're not going to be there for us when we need them. So you got to think about it with yourself. You need to show up for, in order to show up for yourself, in order to follow through on the behaviors that you're trying to change, on the habits you're trying to shift into or get away from. You really need to have that, um, that relationship with yourself that is, uh, I want to say positive. I hate that word though. At least more neutral as you're working through this. And so it's important to, understand what your thoughts are about yourself, um, how you're talking to yourself. This is one of the biggest influencers on how you are going to behave. So if you often think, and this is a really common one, this was me forever. I still work on this one. This is most of my clients. If you often think I'm not good enough, we call that a negative core belief. So there's a few, um, negative core self beliefs and I'm not good enough as one. Um, Or if you're thinking things like, I always mess things up, thoughts like this lead to feelings of worthlessness or shame. And when you're feeling that way, it becomes really, really challenging to prioritize taking care of yourself or making choices that serve your well-being. And so when that happens, that's why we're not, that's why we don't show up for ourselves, right? Because we're feeling worthless or shame. And it's sort of this subconscious, unconscious thing of, well, if I'm worthless, why would I do the things to, that would make me feel worthy to myself? Why, why would I behave in ways that would um, be better for me or, you know, any of that? So that's sort of that self-sabotaging process that goes on. So if you're thinking things and practice thinking things like I'm worthy of love and care, and you're practicing starting to believe these things, things like I'm learning and growing every day can create feelings of self-acceptance and empowerment And when you believe in yourself and treat yourself with kindness, you're more likely to make the choices and have the behaviors that honor your body and your emotional needs. Now, I know this is a really hard one for a lot of us who are not used to this. It's really uncomfortable to start thinking thoughts that are positive about ourselves. Some of us can't even figure out one thing to say that's positive. That's how I work with clients to kind of figure out ways that they can start thinking about themselves that are not that uncomfortable. And we often start with just neutral thoughts, right? So one, a neutral thought would, so instead of doing this sort of self-affirmation stuff that feels phony and, um, you know, I'm the most beautiful woman in the world, whatever that, that feels phony and not true. And so, you know, you're not going to feel right about saying something like that. So this isn't just about positive thinking. This isn't toxic positivity or anything like uh, like that. So if you don't believe you're worthy of love and care, then your 
neutral statement might be something more along the lines of I am learning and growing every day. That's just a lot more neutral, you know, or even things like I'm working on this. And, and that will start to create those feelings of self-acceptance and empowerment. And we really want to start to create those feelings because that's what's going to impact the behavior, um, the behaviors that honor, well, like I said, that honor your body and your emotional needs. Okay, so how do you work on improving your self-talk and nurturing that positive relationship with yourself? So the first one is you want to practice self-awareness. So start paying attention to your thoughts throughout the day. Notice any patterns of negative or critical self-talk. Awareness is always that first step in making changes. And then this is some stuff from cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT that really we have a lot of research behind. We know it works. So the next one is challenging your negative thoughts. So when you catch yourself thinking negatively about yourself, really challenge those thoughts. Ask yourself if they are based on facts or if they are unhelpful beliefs. And then work to sort of shift them with more realistic and even compassionate thoughts if you can go there. Next one, cultivate self-compassion. So treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding you would offer a very close friend who is facing similar challenges. So acknowledge that everyone makes mistakes and that's really an essential part of growth and learning. We really need those mistakes to grow and learn. So thinking about how would you treat your best friend who has just made this mistake or who has done this thing? How would you talk to them? How would you treat them? And that's how you want to talk to yourself and treat yourself during those times. Practice gratitude. So regularly taking time to appreciate your strengths, achievements, and progress. Focus on what you love and value about yourself. And, and this is really important too, to take that time to be grateful for the progress that you have made, to really look at what are the things I have done right, you know? I often, when I'm working with clients, you know, they come to me, they've had a really bad weekend or kind of went off the rails, as they say, but we can go back and look at, yeah, but you kept your water intake where we wanted it, right? Or yeah, but you still got close to your protein goal in. Those sort of things are recognizing what you are doing right, what, what you have done so far, and, and really being aware of those and reminding yourself about those things. The next one is setting boundaries. Learning to say no when necessary and setting healthy boundaries with others is an act of self-care, of self-compassion. It shows you that you value your needs and well-being. So this is really important. And I do have past episodes, and sorry, I don't know the number of them, but on setting boundaries, and that's the title of it. So I guess if you scroll, you could find it. But, you know, I do go into, I have in the past, a lot more details on how to set boundaries. Okay, and then engaging in uh, self-care, which by the way, I don't know why I, that word is really hard for me, self-care, um, but you, I'm using it because you kind of all know what I mean. So make taking care of yourself a priority in your life. And when you do that, you have so much more energy and love to give other people. So this isn't just about being selfish and, you know, I'm only taking care of me, you know, no, it's about being able to take care of ourselves. So we can't, those of us anyway, who, who are helpers in life and to take care of others. Right. And so whether it's time spending thing or spending time doing things you enjoy, um, maybe engaging in relaxation techniques, maybe it's seeking support from others, 
um, really prioritizing those activities that nourish your mind and body and soul. So, so important. And then finally, seek support. If you find it really challenging to improve your self-relationship on your own, consider working with a therapist or coach um, you know, who can kind of give you that guidance and support on this journey. And remember that building that strong relationship with yourself is really an ongoing process. It's not about being perfect, but more about, um, more about just embracing your imperfections and treating yourself with love and compassion along the way. And as you nurture this relationship with yourself, you're going to find that you become more attuned to your needs and your desires, and you're naturally going to naturally start to make choices that align with your well-being. And this goes for food. Making choices around food becomes so much easier. Um, and, and over time, you really enjoy, well, you really discover that joy and freedom that come from really loving and caring yourself, caring about yourself. So take a moment each day this week to really connect with yourself, check in with your thoughts and feelings and be your own friend. You know, your relationship with yourself is the foundation upon which you build a life of fulfillment, of authenticity and of empowerment. And really when we build relationships with others ourselves, this is all in the thoughts that we have. It's all in how we think about the other person, how we think about ourselves. That is what creates the relationship and the connection. So remember, this really boils down to how you're thinking about yourself, how how you're treating yourself. So as we kind of move through or as you kind of move through this journey, you know, it's really important to continue to focus on that self-compassion on courage and love for yourself and taking small steps each day to improve your relationship with yourself is really important. This can be done through journaling or just taking a few minutes to think on some things or even just taking a few minutes to think in your head on the things you have done well. Um, All these things can really help improve that relationship with yourself. All right. So that's it for now. Um, if you have any questions about the services that I offer, you can go to my website at heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. Lots of details over there. I hope to hear from you. Take care and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com, Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N, and get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have.